excuse me. That's one way to start a show. What's going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And uh, besides coughing all over you this morning, uh, virtually anyways, um, uh, we are uh, here back again with yet another um, amazing guest, 35,000 followers in just three months. Uh, former pastor uh, is going to reveal the secrets to growing uh, his business here over the last, uh, well, we'll see how long. Josh, welcome to the show. What's happening, Dave? How are you? Good, man. So you are a former pastor? Yeah, I'm not even sure if I put that into the uh, the notes. I don't know how you knew that. But yeah, I, uh, I had to get out and I had to do my own thing. I wound up starting a nonprofit to help young adults figure out what career would be best for them before they hop into college, go into massive amounts of debt. So I've been teaching affiliate marketing for six years, just the basics to these classes. And um, then I found, found your program, wanted to, you know, get better with my, with my skills and uh, wound up just going very well. I love the TikTok platform for this whole thing. And, but yeah, the whole goal was to, was to get financially free so the nonprofit could continue to expand um, looks like we're going to be in Northern Ireland next, which is what, crazy. Now, what, what are you, what are you teaching internet marketing in your nonprofit? Yeah. So essentially it's identity. So we help them figure out who they are to get that confidence. And then we go into, uh, discovering what career would make sense for that identity. Um, mm -hmm. but I like teaching tons of different things. All the things I wish I would have learned in high school are in my program, you know, real estate, you know, everything. Um, just to get them going when they're 18, 19 years old, 17 sometimes. But yeah, okay. I wanted a way to be able to get financially free so that uh, we could continue to expand even faster because you can't rely on everybody else to fund you with a nonprofit. You have to rely on yourself and, and get out there mm -hmm. to build your, build your legacy. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, um, I could, I could see how that would be true, right? Just from some of the, the charity, <clears throat> you know, marketing campaigns that i've done um it it really is a it's it's a hard thing to raise money i mean people think it it's a it's a it, it you know it's you know it's sad is it's it's difficult to raise money for a non-profit because there's usually not a well there's never an roi involved right but it's it's easy to raise money uh, you know, in Silicon Valley and with private equity and stuff, if a business is going to make a big return, that's life. That's capitalism. I guess capitalism has its sad parts, but um, it all depends on how you want to look at it, too. So you're using right. capitalism to fund your legacy was the word that you used. And, right. and you are um, you are well choosing the the internet digital marketing the future versus um it, it, do you teach people plumbing skills i mean not not to say that those are ever going to go away but is there a specific right. reason why you're focusing online you get what what i'm asking versus yeah. offline yeah. and more traditional stuff well america is the land of opportunity and uh, a lot of people are still struggling and that just kind of blows my mind. Um, but the opportunity has shifted online. And so when you, you know, my grandpa came here and started a business when, or my great grandpa, great, great grandpa and started a business and did well, right? 
that's not that easy anymore because everything has shifted online. So that's where yeah. that's where uh, that's where the land of opportunity is is in the interwebs. But yeah. um it is, right? Yeah. It is. It's difficult to move into a city just opportunity-wise if we just want to talk about just opportunity, which you're right is why people come here and what all, everybody's always looking for. Whether you right. believe that or not, human psychology, if you really think about it, people are always looking for a new opportunity um, because they like change. They they like, well, they like new. Um, and so a new opportunity versus the same old thing, the same old boring thing, well, new, shiny, hot, ooh, maybe this will be easier, whatever the reason is. Right. Um, hey, yeah, so... Um, so, so anyways, but you're focused on the internet, not, um, offline stuff. Uh, and, and by the way, where are you located at? Okay. Midwest, okay. Michigan. Mm -hmm. Can you yeah, give the name of your nonprofit? Can you, can you give just some information about that? So if anybody's interested in looking at that, they, they could. It's a bad name for marketing, but it's called the industry. You won't be able to Google it, but if you want to, you can go to learn the industry.org. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we teach, uh, we, we help and guide them. I, I really do push a lot of people into trades. Um, I mean, if you're looking at the statistics, the average tradesman, I think, is like 60 years old now. So I teach these young people, if you want an opportunity and you want to have a monopoly over, over a whole industry, hop in. So a lot of our young people go into plumbing. We have uh, oh, okay. So you, so you are teaching. You are, you're matching people based on the personality, I guess, is how somebody yes. might end up being recommended over to one of those trades, right? Yep. And identity is personality, your experiences, the things you've learned, all that put together. And we, uh, we find the right fit for them. Well, so, gosh, what's your success rates? Because I'm, 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 I'm hesitant to wonder what the formula is of how you identify somebody and put them into internet marketing. Um, but you know, uh, do you really have your personality matchmaker system, um, you know, dialed in, is it really dialed in or, or are you it dialing is. it in? It's really dialed in. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've, we've been doing this for five years. The success has been so, we, uh, we partnered with IBM, uh, for two years, um, uh -huh. cause they wanted to, they wanted to start, I mean, they're even saying, I, we don't want people with degrees. We want people with skills. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we've even partnered with them and, uh, but yeah, our success rate's huge. When the, when the identity starts to show that they're more entrepreneurial, then we go into the three, the three builds build you, which is become the person you need to become in order to do the things that you need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, confidence and skills, uh, two is build income. And that's where mm -hmm. we teach online business, build the income, because if you have five to 10 grand coming in a month with an online passive, passive income then build legacy which is the which is the food truck right it's the downtown uh storefront it's the nonprofit. if you if you go in and I mean, look at all the businesses that fail what is it like 60 to 80 percent of businesses fail their first couple of years i mean if you had personally five to ten grand coming in a month with an online business would you would you have to fail no you're good i mean you could run that thing for free for five years until you make a profit you might not want to after you make an online money <laughs> but it's so it's build you build income build legacy so um so what are you uh 
so just just I, I was just looking at um, something real quick. So for those of you just tuning in, Josh owns a nonprofit. Uh, it's a uh, place that helps. It's a nonprofit organization that helps people learn skills and um, and and find direction and work and purpose. Uh, in right now, you're located in Detroit. And um, you say that you're expanding and you're using affiliate marketing to fund that nonprofit because, right. well, we all know, and Josh put it very plainly and very bluntly, that if you have a dream, you need to be the one who funds it. And so he's taking responsibility for his dream. Um, and he's funding it with affiliate marketing. So that's that's where we're at in the conversation. So how did you find Legendary? Uh, actually through a buddy of yours, Thomas Garretts. So mm. uh, yeah, he, he and I have been hanging out a little bit. And I like I like the stuff that he promote, promotes. And he was promoting you guys. So I hopped right on over. Okay. Yeah, and so. was it, were you looking for, for um, something like this? Or, I mean, you needed to fund your nonprofit? I mean, were you looking for a business model or had you already been involved in affiliate marketing? Help us connect those dots of, of how <clears throat> it, it came to be that you actually were, were um, you know, were you in a tough spot where you're like, oh crap, I need to, this nonprofit dream is going to die if I don't get something going and get some funds coming in to fund this thing now. Yeah. So the pandemic was a really tough time to, to raise funds. And our costs are very low. Nothing's really going to ever happen to the industry. To the industry, um, but uh, the pandemic really hit a lot of our community foundations, a lot of grants, and so. Uh, and I had a history with affiliate marketing, very basic understanding. I had a YouTube channel up twelve years ago. I set something up, or well, it was like, yeah, it was like ten years ago. I forget exactly. Uh, I was selling. Uh, I was promoting mini trampolines because I had some pretty major health issues. Another reason to be making money online is when you or your family have major health issues. Um, so I didn't even have a funnel for this thing. I was just promoting mini trampolines and the health benefits and, uh, made 14 videos, looked back a year later and there was like three or $4,000 in my PayPal account. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, maybe this works, but again, no funnel wasn't done the right way. My tags were all a mess. It was, it was, uh, it was the wrong way. So I thought hey, it's just time. And with the pandemic hitting, I thought, you know what, I'm going to dive in head first and, and go all in with the affiliate marketing and coaching. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing very well. Um, it's a lot of fun too. I, I've never been on TikTok. I was one of those guys who, uh, just thought it was for teenagers, you know, that kind of thing is, is along with most, if not all adult aged people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll tell you, man, once you get going, uh, if you, if you look at my TikTok account at the first couple of videos, I had my hair done, right. You know, I had everything all looking pretty and trying to make it look as good as I could because you know, I, you know, I was a, I was a worship pastor. I did the music and the young adults pastor. And so I was used to being in front of 1500 people a weekend on stage, you know, sometimes by myself, but getting on TikTok for some reason was still, it was still difficult for me. So if you watch the beginning ones, my hair's done. And after a while I thought, you know, it's cold now I'm throwing on the beanie. I just don't care. And I don't want to do my hair every day. I'm supposed to be promoting an online business work from home. So I better look like I'm working from home a little bit. <laughs> very smart of you oh, right. and i just want to and i just want to point that out to so many so many of you who are listening who just do every you 
you have to you have to create this you know your character what do you want to portray this is the the, the kind of fun thing about online marketing and having a you know a, a kind of like an online personality is that well you can add a little extra here or an extra there if you want to i mean think about for example the wwf and i grew up on rick flair and hulk hogan and a lot of these guys yeah. and i still i still <clears throat> am connected to some of these guys through friends or just through watching con you know watching old matches and stuff but um so you think think about a guy like rick flair I mean, maybe one of the most prolific wrestlers in the world. You know, for those of you who don't know Ric Flair, it's the guy who goes, "Woo!" You know, and man, what a what a performance! I mean, what in 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 you know? Unfortunately, those guys I think spent a lot of of their money on cocaine, but yep. um, they made a lot of money, man. I mean, they made a lot of money, and and they is that lesson number one for affiliate marketing? Don't start doing uh, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, don't start doing cocaine. Here's my point, though. I mean, Josh just said, you know, gosh, I here I am showing up. Not only is is it anxious, I'm anxious, but I'm rushing and I'm 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 self conscious. While I'm trying thinking everything needs to be perfect. Well, hey, besides just it not being perfect and me not trying to force it to be perfect, why don't I actually? Why don't I actually try to look a little bit bummy here <laughs> so hey. I can actually – no, not you. I'm not talking about you specifically. <laughs> I think you actually look fine. Me, though? Me? I went through that same – I went through that same, I guess, epiphany or whatever because for a long time, man, I like – I had a hard time settling into just my own skin, I guess, for, for lack of better terms, and just getting comfortable behind the camera and just getting comfortable being evaluated every day, I guess, by people just being on display. And yeah, did the same thing with the hat. You know, I mean, I feel like legitimately, yeah. It's there. Uh, I have it. <laughs> no, I can make it look good, but. Yeah, <laughs> or I mean, at least I think it looks good. But anyways, um, man, there's there's a bit of freedom too when you just let go of the whole "how do I look" and everything like that. What was that experience like for you? What was there a burning bush? Would you have a burning bush moment, or or was it was it a little less? Was it a little more subtle, or what was that experience like of just kind of letting go of what everybody thought and just it. And also even taking a bit of control of your image and saying, hey, let me let me perform a little bit here. There's an element of entertainment here and in fantasy and dreaming, isn't there? Why not? So I it, it may have been performing or it may have just been laziness after a little while. <laughs> we've got a we've got a sick kid, so getting ready in the morning is a tough one. Uh, she's got some major chronic illness issues, but yeah, performing. Why not? I mean, you guys watch movies that uh, these guys are making tons of money and they're performing. Um, but yeah, just getting on, be yourself. That's something else I've found too, is just being so naturally yourself and authentic. 
it really helps, you know, and uh, it really helps you as a person. That's the weird thing about TikTok is I've found, it sounds crazy, but I, I found pieces of myself while doing it, you know, uh, the encouragement. Believe it or not, you're going to get a lot more encouragement than you get hate. Uh, unless you have a video about a side hustle that reaches 2 million views in a couple hours, <laughs> you're going to get a lot of hate. Uh, yeah. That's where you go and filter the comments. Um, but yeah, so when I started, when I started the whole process, I started with a business account because I just wanted to link up there fast. You know, I understood that I could just get one person that sees the video and go and buy. Um, so even with a business account, I grew that to I think 30,000 followers before I switched over. Um, and I switched over because of the community guidelines. I wondered if that was a, if that was a reason, uh, to be honest, I forgot it was on a business account. So now that's on a personal account, I'm finding that uh, getting followers is a little bit easier. I don't know the real reasons for that. Um, but yeah, we're having fun. I started a couple more. Uh, I'm going to go pretty hardcore in these next steps. So I've got uh, I've got a bunch of, of different accounts there to, to launch out there. But yeah, it's just uh, be careful and don't freak out because if you start deleting videos, they can't appeal them. <laughs> mm. So what do you mean you found little pieces of yourself on TikTok? Can, can you say more about that? I think the big thing, so you, you talked about kind of being under scrutiny. Um, nobody is under more scrutiny than a worship pastor at a church for 15 years. You know, you're going to hear, you're going to hear from your boss. You're going to hear about, you know, the things you did wrong constantly from all the congregation. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things, but TikTok really helped me understand that, you know, I, I, again, I had this such a high level of scrutiny all the time. Um, but being on TikTok, it was just like, you know what, I can be myself, I can wear hats on stage, and be okay. And, uh, and just learning through that process, it'll give you more confidence, like, wow, you know, every single day you look on there, hey, I'm getting more views, I'm learning more stuff. And the goal being hit that 1000 when you're on a personal account. And then next mm -hmm. goal, how can I get more sales? It's just a, it's a fun process. I always learned, or I learned from a, one of my mentors, um, super multimillionaire guy on the East Coast, uh, runs a bunch of FedEx's routes. And, uh, oh shoot, what did he say? What were we talking about? Oh, lessons. Um, <laughs> oh man, Dave, is it early? Am I just losing track of my mind here? No, we were talking about um, we were talking about finding pieces of yourself in yeah. in uh, on TikTok and what that what that meant for you. And you said that it was about basically learning to be yourself. I can don't I can wear a hat on stage. And then you right, mentioned right. your friend who drives FedEx routes and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, you just got to be who you are. Uh, people are gonna love who you are, and even if. They don't, they're not going to follow, but they might follow you because they don't like who you are. Uh, I'm into, I'm not into WWF as much or E anymore, but I'm definitely into UFC and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Colby Covington's coming up. And so I think it was mm -hmm. Joe Rogan was explaining like, are people really going to come and pay to watch Colby Covington? And he said, yes, they're going to pay because they want to watch him lose. You know, so there's going to be people out there that are going to follow you. that are going to like you. They're going to, that might not like you, but you might still make some sales off of it. But the yeah. idea is just, this is about this is about having fun. This is what my mentor told me. He said, money shouldn't be seen as something that stresses you out. Money should be the points to the game. How do I get more points in this game? And look at it as a, as, as a fun thing instead of an anxious thing. Because if you come into something anxious, you're going to act anxious and people are going to feel that anxiety from you. 
and they're not going to feel that confidence and they're probably not going to buy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that was the big lesson. Thanks for bringing yeah. me around to it, David. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that lesson. It's a fine. I, I, I have brain farts all the time. Uh, you know, take that beanie off. Let that br- let that brain cool down, man. That thing overheated a little bit. You know, I'm like, let that hair. There let go. that hair. There you go. There you go. No, no, <laughs> I, it's it's colder than hell. Up well, it's colder than I, maybe hell is cold. I don't know. I don't know why we say that. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's cold in Detroit, huh? You got yes, it is. a big jacket somewhere near. I'm in Florida, and when the AC gets below seventy, right I I get chilly. So I'm. I wouldn't survive long up in your neck of the woods, but um, yeah, what you mentioned about finding yourself on TikTok in your in in your your <clears throat> your almost what what you just described to me was was almost settling into a, a a chapter of your life that is like I'm gonna I really just want to focus on the basics and not all the extras and the in the and I don't want to take on uh, everybody else's judgment and criticism and feelings because that's not my responsibility. And quite frankly, what other people think of me is really none of my business. That's what I heard is you're in that chapter in life and TikTok is helping you to let that that guard down a little bit to, you know, not feel, um, yeah, to loosen up a little bit. And I can relate to that. I mean, I think whether you're a pastor on stage, we're all evaluated, judged and criticized. And, um, yeah, we can do many years of, of great work and one mistake and we are, that's all we're remembered for. And that's kind of how life is. So there is a lot of freedom for those of you who feel kind of for those of you who want to let your hair down, be yourself more. Um, and yes, I like what you said about money. Money shouldn't be a, 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 it shouldn't be the number one reason why how many ever people get a divorce in, in this country. You know, like people say, it's the number one leading cause of divorce. It shouldn't be this, this major stressor in our lives. But for some of us, unfortunately, that's so deeply ingrained in us because of how we grew up and what we listened to from people growing up, that it's very difficult to fix that. It Money just feels stressful. But what I can tell all of you is my experiences is that, um, that uh, if you take that energy, that anxiety or whatever you feel and channel it into action. In other words, um, sitting with it, analysis by paralysis from anxiety is, is how to have that compound and feel worse. Whereas I think what I learned to do, and I don't know how I learned it. Nobody ever described it. I think all humans have the I think many people do this, but this is just how I, I I describe what I did. I took all my emotional turmoil, anger, hurt, whatever, and I turned depression, anxiety, and I turned that into passion and excitement for my own business. When I started this, this felt like such a big deal that I had something of my own that I could finally prove myself out from the shadows of 
of the court system, the judges, the probation officers, the teachers, my parents, whatever, all the different folks that I had sort of been under their shadow for many years, I finally had something that was mine. And, and I was going to excuse my language. And I know you're a man of Christ, but I was going to crush it. There was no, I was like this, there's, I am not losing. I'm going to figure this out. And I did the same thing. I got on with the hair combed at first and was all Mr. Who do you want me to be? And then finally I just said, F it. And I said, I'm just going to let my hair down. I'm just going right. to put the beanie on. And ever since that, seriously, ever since that, my business, I've never looked back. Right. And I've made millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I think if I would have let that moment dominate me where I wasn't able to just say, you know what? I'm going to stop living and doing business for everybody else. And I'm going to do it for myself. I don't think I would have had that success. So I'm glad you had that. And I, and I hope and pray that everybody else listening is able to have that too, because I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest mountains that you have to climb over is settling into your own skin and just getting comfortable being you. Oh my God, I know it's such a weird and difficult and crazy thing, but why is it that we have such a difficult time being ourselves? You said you help people find their identity. Do we not know who we are? Josh? Are you asking? I am. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're working with people through a nonprofit. Why do people struggle so much with their own identity in owning it and saying, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. This is what I'm doing. We're so easily knocked off of our stool and affected by people's comments to the point to where we end up in at some point in our life, not knowing who we are, having no identity and feeling lost. Right. I'd say the biggest one would be culture first. You know, a lot of people aren't encouraged to be themselves. We're encouraged and kind of pressured to be like everybody else. And so that identity piece starts to go away. Then, then the community that we're in, um, a lot of times when you are yourself and you already have a community, that's, you know, this is a big reason I left church, you know, uh, you know, right when you, your beliefs start to shift and things start to shift, you, that community denies you. And that's painful, right? That's say, that painful, painful say, say that one more time. Say that, say that one more time. What you just so said. So when you have a community. All right, so my community was church related, right? And once yeah. my beliefs and things started shifting and started asking the wrong kind of questions, you know, those types of things, that community denied me. And that's a very, very, that's a very deep pain to have an entire denomination, you know, like just say, wow. see you later. I didn't know that happened to you. Thank you for sharing that, dude. That's, that's, so a, that's, that's a traumatic and big thing after giving so much of your time and life to, to that. Yeah, yeah family. So a lot of people will continue to stay this person that they're not so that they can keep their community. Um, some other things happened to me that I'm not privy to talk about anymore. Right. So, uh, so we, we just had to get out as fast as we could. And, and it just happened to be that I really had a passion for this nonprofit already. I had already started building it. So it was really great timing. Um, but yeah, when, when you, when you grow up in a culture that's telling you, you need to wear these things, you need to be this kind of a person, especially when you're, 
you know, for me, when you're on a stage all the time, people are criticizing you for how your shirt's tucked in. You know what I mean? Like, give me a break or you shouldn't have worn a hat on stage. The whole, people are leaving the church because you're doing this. You shouldn't have said that just constantly. But you still have that community, right? They're, they're your people, whether they're going to be jerks to you or not. But when you need to be yourself, you do. Like you said earlier, you just need to say, fuck it. Like, I'm out. I'm going to be me. And it's a painful process, you know? But then you start finding that community that accepts you for who you really are, you know, for your true identity, the things you like, the things you're passionate about, how you talk, who you who you talk to, the way you are. Um, and then you're going to find that extreme confidence. I actually probably should do a whole course on uh, on deconstructing and, and uh, leaving leaving the church in a healthy way. Right. There's <laughs> just a lot of that going on because there's a lot of bad things happening in there. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's not a, not a safe not a safe place for for a lot of people but um are you i can't believe you, i'm saying that publicly is is that a big is that Maybe. a big is that a big thing you mean just for you personally uh leaving say that leaving, publicly oh sure i mean anybody who knows me knows that uh knows that what i believe about that but i i guess i've never said that in front of uh 200 something people that i don't know yeah. So have some fun with that information. Reach out if you need some help. Because a lot of people are just stuck in that and they're being abused yeah. and uh, they're not yeah. allowed to say anything about it because their their parents love the church or they have too much honor for a pastor that they're not allowed to speak out about abuse. And there's a lot going mm. on. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's really what there's I'm all about now is people being exactly who they are and launching out in that, taking yeah. massive action. Yeah. Well, I love that. And I, um, I have, you know, I think we all know somebody or have personally gone through what you're experiencing, just growing up and realizing that what we, you know, grew up in, what was appropriate, maybe for one phase of our life isn't appropriate for the next phase, or that's not how we want to live or raise our children or, or whatever. I think a lot of us can, and, and it's not just nonchalant. There's passion in that. It's like, there's a lot right. of emotion in that, you know, because it's our lives and it's what we went through. And, um, and yes, I think that, um, I think that, uh, I think that for me, I had a lot of the same, I had a lot of the same experience, just a bit of a different detail of coming online and feeling a bit of liberation and freedom and independence to be able to, right. you know, build my own business, be myself, be in control of my future, be in control of how much money I made. Um, you know, I really, depending on how much I wanted to learn and how much I wanted to, to work and how much I wanted to try to master this craft, I could I could continue to increase my income and in, in that way it did I did look at it like a game, you know, because at a certain point once you've met your needs and even your wants, you're which isn't a lot. I mean, unless you're doing crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Right. Unless you're legitimately living, you know, like a like like a, a rock star, I guess, and going to the club and drinking five thousand dollar bottles every night. I mean yeah, it's it's you meet your needs and then the rest becomes like dream money, investment money. You 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 get to yeah, you trans you 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 move from that money is a form of stress in in a in a source of stress to money is a form of it's a resource. It's it, liberation. It can, 
it, and I and, and, you, and I don't even want it. I mean, I right. I know last month I got money, I got, and I didn't even want it. I literally turned right around and and bought assets with it. You know, right. so it hey, gives I know you a nonprofit the, that could use some. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, there you go. You <laughs> you've shot you shoot you've shot your shot, dog. You know what I mean? I you, oh, you I wasn't talking about mine. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so listen, um, it's been, it's been, I, I love, uh, the, the, the conversation and the fact that you're using this as a, as a way, as a way to, uh, even boost and pursue another dream. It's, uh, it's just really cool. Um, what would you leave everybody with, uh, in terms of um, a piece of advice or wisdom that you know now that you didn't know when you first got started? Oh, wow. Well, that's going to be hard, David, because I was so full of wisdom before. Um, <laughs> just go for it. Don't freak out when things seem like they're falling apart. If you get hit with a community guidelines violation, start another TikTok account. Do, I mean, just do it. Just have some fun with it. Don't be stressed. Don't get uptight. Not the world's not going to turn around and be like, that person's awful. It's not going to happen. I know the brain sen- tends to to want to tell you that. If I put this thing out there, everyone's going to think I'm stupid. That's ridiculous. You have to acknowledge that's ridiculous. Just go for it. Do your hair for the first couple weeks, and then put on a beanie and just have some fun. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> how, how about somebody who's you know sitting on the checkout page? I I noticed. I looked at your account. You've invested in your education while needing money for your nonprofit needing, you know, clearly having other ways that you could put that money to use, but you've invested in your education here with not only going through our challenge, but also blueprints, I believe. And just, you seem to be somebody who's obviously a teacher, somebody who's created an entire company and program, but somebody who's still invested in your education. What would you say to somebody who is unsure about the value of investing in themselves and maybe on the fence here? So I work with a lot of kids who think they have to go to college and they're going to spend an average of 50000 to come up with an average of $40,000 of college debt. 80% of those kids are not going to use their degree for its intended purpose. And most of them are going to hate their jobs and the other ones are going to have jobs below their means because they have all this debt. Why not invest 2500 bucks? Am I allowed to say that? Why not invest the money? into a program that's going to make you that money back if you do it right. You know, just follow the program. Again, I didn't do it right and I still I still reach 35,000 followers. You know, I, I made mistakes. Just get out there, have some fun, invest in yourself. That's one thing that I always tell my students, just invest in yourself. Um again, I, I was think about all that money I could have that I put into college, I could have put in real estate or into an online and uh, business education that could have made that money back within within months you know so get out there have some fun and just invest and just go for it yeah yeah uh well we could have i think we all could say that in in some way shape or form about money that we've spent on things in the past but you know the beautiful thing about the abundance mindset versus a lack mindset um and 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 coupling that with having a business model and being an entrepreneur that gives you unlimited upside is the regrets of the past about money don't hurt as bad because you know you literally can 
can can make it up. You you're you're no longer looking at your paycheck going how many you know decades is it going to take me. You, know, you you can begin to see how oh shoot, I can have a you know, I can have a $10,000 a month. I can have a $15,000 a month. I can have a $30,000 a month and and you know, get way ahead in I mean, it, there's no rules. Yeah, I could have a $0 month too. I could have a $0 month. I mean, it, it could be that extreme, but, um, you know, this is the the world, this is the land of opportunity coupled with um, an amazing business model and an amazing community. Thanks to, you know, people like yourself willing to come back and share your um, experience with us. So good luck with the, um, with the, uh, the nonprofit. You guys can connect with Josh on TikTok over at make money with dot Josh. And, um, again, your, your nonprofit there up in Detroit and, and expanding all over the world is, uh, is learn the industry.org. Um, and if anybody wants to get involved or somehow, uh, reach out, Hey Josh, how can I help? I'm also in Detroit. Let's connect, et cetera. Um, then, uh, connect with, with Josh and, uh, thanks for your time today, brother. Absolutely. This is a lot of fun. Great meeting you. You too, man. Come back and, uh, give us an update in a few months. We'll do. All right, Josh. Talk soon. Bye. All right, my friends. Have a fantastic Tuesday, all right? It is the, um, yeah, first day of the month. It's the first of the month. Anybody know that song? Drop it in the comments. That's that 90s hip hop. All right, my friends. Talk soon. Get out of here. Have a great Tuesday. And uh, thanks again, Josh, for a great conversation. Be legendary, my friends.